0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 12th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Senate Ag kicks off climate policy work. Dems tee up rural broadband funding, and WTO looks for ag reforms. Key are still not sold on climate policy. With the economic stimulus bill now signed into law, Lawmakers are quickly turning their attention to what could be a much heavier lift, climate and infrastructure legislation. One thing is clear, after the Senate Agriculture Committee held its first hearing on climate policy yesterday, the top Republican on the committee, John Bozeman, is far from sold on the idea of carbon markets, which are at the heart of the policy being pushed by farm groups, as well as the Biden administration and the committee's chairwoman, Debbie Stabenow. In his opening statement, Bozeman pressed his concerns that carbon credits won't benefit farmers significantly enough or broadly enough. This may be a potential income stream for some producers, which is a good thing, but for others it could be cost prohibitive, he said. He also raised concerns that Democrats would use the budget reconciliation process to pass a climate bill with minimal or no Republican support. And keep in mind, the American Farm Bureau Federation, a founding member of the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance, has made it clear it won't support a partisan climate bill. But Stabenow said at the hearing it was the start of a long process that will consider views from across the ag sector. New ag members get their say. Thursday's Ag Committee hearing was the first for the panel's five new members. Democrats Cory Booker of New Jersey, Ray Luan of New Mexico, and Raphael Warnock of Georgia, and Republicans Roger Marshall of Kansas and Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. Booker, who has proposed major expansions of conservation programs, said that will be important in getting farmers to adopt climate-friendly practices. These programs are known and trusted by farmers, but they're already vastly oversubscribed. Farmers are demanding more for these programs, Booker said, and they include practices that have been scientifically tested as well as ground tested. The concept of an ag-carbon bank at USDA received relatively little attention during the hearing, but Marshall alluded to it in challenging the idea that carbon is a commodity. An argument for using USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation Spending Authority to buy carbon credits is based on the idea that carbon is a commodity. Marshall argues that carbon credits are a service and not a commodity, We don't trade on service like shingling a house. You can read more about the hearing at AgriPulse.com. And register today for the 2021 AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit. You'll hear from some of the industry's top minds as they discuss climate risks, rewards and uncertainties during this virtual event. This year's summit will feature three half-day sessions, March 22nd through 24th, You can register at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Interior nomination clears hurdle. Representative Deb Holland appears headed to confirmation as Interior Secretary next week. The Senate voted 54 to 42 yesterday to advance her nomination. She picked up four Republican votes. Now take note, Michael Regan was sworn in yesterday as EPA's 16th administrator. In a statement, he pledged that the agency will, quote, confront climate change, stand up for justice and equity, and ensure science is at the heart of our decision-making. Democrats set $94 billion ask on broadband. Democrats are laying the groundwork for a huge infusion of funding for rural broadband as part of an infrastructure bill. House and Senate bills introduced yesterday would authorize more than $94 billion to bring high-speed Internet service to unserved and underserved areas of the country. The lead sponsors are House Rural Broadband Task Force Chair Jim Clyburn, a South Carolina Democrat, and Senate Broadband Caucus Co-Chair Amy Klobuchar, a Minnesota Democrat. In 2021, we should be able to bring high-speed Internet to every family in America, regardless of their zip code, Klobuchar said. Noted. Republican Senator Josh Hawley, a Missouri Republican, told reporters it would be a big mistake if Democrats used the budget reconciliation process to pass an infrastructure bill. But Democrats would have a hard time getting GOP support for tax increases that could pay for the bill. WTO rallies nations for ag reforms. The World Trade Organization has set a date for its 12th ministerial conference on November 29 this year, and the leaders are pushing member countries to come together on significant and attainable reforms, such as improving transparency in farm subsidies. Costa Rica's Gloria Abraham-Parlata who is heading up WTO ag negotiations, stressed in a meeting this week that she wants to have, quote, a more comprehensive, integrated, high-level negotiating process this summer in preparation for MC-12, according to a Geneva official. U.S. representatives asked members to assess priorities with a realistic attitude and encourage members to help build common ground instead of focusing deeper on its own priorities. Dry weather threatens Argentina's soy harvest. Severe dryness in Argentina is doing significant damage to the country's soybean crop as farmers prepare to enter the main harvesting month of April. That according to John Bayes, an analyst for the U.S. Soy Export Council. These beans... The leaves are getting crispy, said Bayes, who noted that Buenos Aires Stock Exchange and the Rosario Board of Trade in Argentina have both lowered their production forecast estimates. The Buenos Aires Stock Exchange lowered its prediction from 46 million metric tons down to 44. The Rosario Board of Trade cut its forecast from 49 million to 45 million. Bayes said there's some chance of rain next week, but the damage... Has been done. Here's today's She Said It. Like other commodities, we need to really be careful about the share of that value that goes to the farmer. Stephanie Smallhouse, president of the Arizona Farm Bureau Federation, telling Senate Ag Committee members that policymakers need to ensure that farmers get a fair share of the value of carbon credits. And she added, What ends up happening when you commoditize things is the share that goes to the actual farmer who's doing the bulk of the work gets smaller and smaller. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, March 12th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.